You're listening to the Habitology podcast with Melanie White. And today we're talking about Marketing Messaging 101. It's an episode that's a really simple idea for how you can make marketing much easier for yourself with consistent messaging. I want to focus on the topic of message repetition and specificity so that you can attract clients more easily and keep them engaged and ready to buy. Sound good? Let's dive in. First, I want to set the scene by talking about distraction, specificity, and visibility. Let's start by saying that most people, or maybe everybody, are really busy and distracted. You know this yourself. Unless you're specifically looking to solve a problem, most advertising and branding is invisible to you, right? You don't even notice individual brands or businesses and still, until you start looking to solve a specific problem. Otherwise, you'll probably glaze right over them. And it's not until you're starting to research something that you want to get your head around that you're going to start seeing those businesses. After all, you have a job or a business to manage. Maybe you have kids, friends, sports, a house to keep on top of everything else, right? And there's the garden. We know how much work the garden is, if you're anything like me. So we're all distracted and busy. And if you have a warmer audience, that you know, with a cold audience, it's you need to actually be visible in the first place. With a warm audience, that's the people who know you and have an idea of what you do. They'll be listening to you if you can help them with a specific problem. Nothing that's general or vague. And that's because people who are now getting serious about making change and willing to spend money to get help are going to be quite specific about what they need help with. You're probably not going to be searching for health and well-being if you're serious about solving a problem and spending money on it. You're probably going to look for how do I resolve leaky gut or how do I overcome chronic fatigue? That's much more specific, right? And the message I want to give you is this. The more specific you are in describing what you do, who you help, and the cluster of related topics, the more visible you're going to be to the right people. Going back to that concept of distraction, even a busy and distracted person will see you if you are talking about something specific that's important to them. That's going to make you visible. Here's an analogy. Imagine that you're a musician. Chances are that as a musician, you would focus on learning one specific style of music that you like and you're good at. And you'd attract an audience that liked that genre too. I know that as a violin player, a violinist, I've tried learning different styles of violin music and each one requires a different technique. It's pretty hard to become good at all genres of music that violinists play. If I want to play classical violin, which is what I learned, it's much easier than trying to learn Arabic violin, jazz violin, or any other style. So I'm going to focus on one particular genre of violin until I become good at it. And so let's say, for example, you're a musician and you're great at classical music, whatever instrument you play, but you decide that you don't want to exclude anyone from your audience. You don't want to be too specific. So you throw in a bit of heavy metal and a bit of jazz, a bit of hip hop and a bit of R&B. 
Now imagine being the audience. You're expecting to show up and hear classical music, but you're getting this random other stuff. It's exactly the same in your coaching business. If you're talking about a bit of everything, what's your audience going to think? Will they want to keep listening to your Russian roulette playlist? Probably not. Don't give your audience so much variety that they can't figure out where to start. It's only going to compound the issue that they already have of not knowing where to start. Make it easy for you and for your audience to connect. Pick one topic or problem and start speaking about it in different ways over and over. Start to develop consistent, repeated messaging because that's the way to get loyal fans tuning into your station. Think about it as the genre of music that you're going to start to become really good at and specialist in so that you get that audience building. If you can at least be specific about that topic, you'll build a following of people who are interested in those things much more easily and your marketing is going to become so much easier because you know what you're talking about. You become confident and expert in talking about that same thing or a couple of things from slightly different angles. At the beginning, you won't know. You'll have to talk about things that seem to be interesting to your audience and narrow it down. I'll give you a quick example from this podcast, which I've been running for about 18 months. I talk about a couple of main topics. Firstly, aspects of how to run a coaching business and less often emotional well-being and confidence for business owners. When I looked at my statistics recently for all of my podcast episodes, I saw that the specifically business-focused ones get way more plays than the emotional well-being and confidence ones. The exception to that is mindfulness. Anything that I include in terms of mindfulness gets as many hits or listens as my business-focused episodes. So what does that tell me? In terms of my content going forward that I produce for this podcast, about 70 to 80% of my episodes need to be on how to do specific things in a coaching business. And the rest can be the emotional episodes, but probably more focused on mindfulness. That's easy, right? All I have to do is listen to my audience and answer their questions about specific areas of running a business. And there's so much that I can talk about Within that, I have identified a couple of key areas that are most popular and important, and I'm going to start focusing more on those. And over time, my audience will want to stick with me because I'm talking to them about what they're interested in. But as they mature in their businesses, the ratio of topics that I discuss might change. So I will need to keep an eye on those statistics to see what you all want to hear and what I need to talk about. For example, once you've been running a business for four or five years, the things that interest you are going to change. And I might be wanting to work more with that age of business by then. So that's how messaging evolves. Based on what I've just described, you can see how I'm doing it and how you might evolve and broaden your messages over time as you get to know your audience better. When I say broaden, I mean really diving deep into the topics and drilling in rather than staying superficial. I also did this in my weight loss coaching business, and this might be more relevant for you immediately, so I'm going to walk you through how I did this in a step-by-step way. When I first started as a coach and I developed the Downsize Me program, I drafted the coaching program 
based on what I knew about my audience and what I'd spoken to them about. And I ran my draft coaching program with 10 women in a pilot group over eight weeks. And I got their feedback on every week and what they wanted to cover or not. What I learned from that initial group was that portion size was the key issue in resisting temptation. Also, they were eating too much processed food. So I tended to talk about those things initially in my messaging, but that was only 10 women. Fast forward 12 months in my business and I had worked with around 80 clients and I had way more depth in my messaging. I realized that the key issues for that bigger group as I'd worked with them over the year was understanding carbs, getting portion size right or managing that and afternoon snacking. So those became the three areas of weight loss that I would blog about, post about, or make videos about. And there are lots of different ways to talk about those things, those three different areas. So I could generate a lot of content on three very specific topics that were of interest to my audience. And when discussed repeatedly from different angles, my audience would learn something new every time. They would stay engaged. And that would bring me a steady stream of my ideal client who wanted to solve those specific problems. I couldn't have known that in the beginning. That's the point. I couldn't have guessed those topics and got it perfectly right from the start. I actually had to work with people and listen to them and start to make links in my own mind and keep notes of what people wanted to know. I had to read their feedback and ask questions and look at their surveys that they filled in and in questionnaires to get a handle on it. And it took me a year to get those three topics, my messaging portfolio. And that's how messaging can evolve in your business. Once you have those topics that you really have as a cluster for your business, you can help people dig deeper. You can help people talk about the habits that are involved so they'll, that they'll stick around and they'll go deeper into the problem and start to solve the things behind the things that they think are the issues. Every time my audience emailed me to love a specific, to say they loved a specific blog, I'd make a note of that. I'd gauge their response. And that would help me to keep adding value to the audience. So if you're wondering, well, how do I add value to my audience? I would say, listen to them. Obviously, you also need to be interested in the same topics. It's not about doing what you think people want you to do. That's people-pleasing behaviour. You need to be as engaged in the topics as your audience. Going back to the analogy of being a musician, if you're going to be a musician as a career, you need to like the type of music that you're playing to be able to put your whole body, mind and soul into it. It's the same with coaching. Getting those blogs and those podcasts out on those initial topics is easy and over time you can supplement them with case studies of successful clients, interviews or other things, product reviews perhaps. But to get started, the last thing I want to say is keep it simple. When people become ready to change, they're typically searching for more super, superficial things and in a weight loss niche that might be looking for recipes or meal plans. In a stress niche, that might be how to do mindful mindfulness meditation or something like that. In a fitness area, it might be how to 
use kettlebells or something like that. They're looking for how-to things and they want something simple that's easy to fit in because they think that's all they need. You can start there with your messaging. If you dive into the depths of what's behind that, emotional eating, dealing within a turmoil, past trauma, mindset, it's probably going to be too deep for your audience. That is too personal and too confronting for somebody that you don't know and it might put them off. After all, I was simply searching for a meal plan or a fitness outline. You want to meet them halfway and say, yeah, I know that you think you want to have this. There is some more behind that, but let's start with a few simple tips and then you can introduce the other contents, contents that give context to what they're searching for. You would never ask to see somebody in their underwear on a first date. It's way too personal, right? And your content is the same thing. You don't want to give it all away, scare people away or go too deep initially, especially when you're starting out. It's important that you start at a professional and simple, friendly level so it's easy for clients to connect with you without any risk. And as you get to know your audience and you get to come, you get more known and, and better understood, you can start to make subtle links to those deeper issues that need to be unpacked but which might be too much to be upfront with. So to wrap up today, I talked about honing in your messaging to a specific topic or problem that you talk about repeatedly. And I mean repeatedly, like every week, talking about the same thing to attract a steady stream of your ideal clients and build an audience. We talked about being a musician as the example of that, an analogy, not to offer a random assortment of music genres, but to find your own style that works best for you and your audience as a means of growing that captivated audience. Start somewhere. Pick one or two topics or problems, see what gets the most engagement and then start to narrow down and become more specific as you get to know your audience better. And you need to keep measuring how your audience responds so that you can grow with them on their journey and maintain a loyal, engaged tribe of people who will at some point be ready to buy from you because they've gotten great value from your content and messaging or they may be with you and have bought already and want to buy again. That's it for Marketing Messaging 101. I hope you found this useful. If you have specific topics that you'd like to, to um, hear about, please hit me up on the contact page of my website, melaniejwhite.com, and let me know what those topics are so I can make a podcast about them. And otherwise, please subscribe to this in Apple iTunes. I'd love to keep building my audience if you think this is the place for you to get real value for your coaching business. Thanks for listening. I look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.